This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. The topic of my discussion for today is seize your opportunity. Seize your opportunity. Down through the years, I found out for myself that the tradition of men and the doctrines of men have robbed many of believers of the indwelling power from the person of the Holy Spirit because we failed to teach that the Holy Spirit is not just available for us, but he's commanded for us to receive. He is a gift given from God to God's very own people. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 21, one of my favorite passages of scripture says, now unto him who is able, how many know that God is able? Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. There is power available that is supposed to be working in us. We walk through the lessons and we learn so many different names of God and we know that God he is what he does. So he has revealed himself through the various names and we've gotten acquainted with him because of the name. So many people have told me that their prayer life has changed and their relationship with God has changed because they really begin to find out who he was and his personality and his characteristics as we studied out his names. Of course, we talk about Jesus, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and we try to pattern our lives as best as we can behind his life because he was a man anointed by God in the flesh. We're men and women anointed by God in the flesh, so we have the capacity to do the same things and live the same way that Jesus lives. But for some reason or another, we don't talk that much about the person of the Holy Spirit. He is the third person of the Holy Trinity. He is not an it or a thing. He is not an experience, and we should not reduce him to just speaking in tongues and running and leaping and shouting. The Holy Spirit is given not just so that we can have good church, but so that we could walk around in the earth with heaven on the inside of us, empowering us, giving us the power to seize every opportunity. First John chapter four and verse four says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Well, who is in you? The third person of the Holy Trinity, the person of the Holy Spirit. You have to expect the Holy Spirit to work in your life and to empower you in your life, even in and especially in crisis situations. We got to understand that the Holy Spirit is more powerful than any enemy. He is more powerful than any enemy. And Satan is no match for the person of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, get a revelation right here, is on assignment to coach you into seizing every opportunity. 
am I making faith to anybody? We've got some coaches in the house. Uh, Justin is a, a football coach, and TJ coaches baseball, and I think um, Tyler coaches baseball, and Matt, and so many of We have coaches in the house, so they coach you to maximize your capacity. I've lost count of how many scholarships were given to the people that Justin coached, scholarships to go to college in order to take their lives to a next level. That's amazing when you have a coach that will help you to maximize your potential. The Holy Spirit is given to maximize your potential and so that you can seize every opportunity that comes your way. Let's track this just a little bit and then I'll build my case. I need you to get a full understanding that God didn't give you a spirit of fear but of power and love and of a sound mind. God didn't give you a spirit of fear, but he gave you power. He gave you power, and there's power on the inside of you, lying dormant, that if you don't know what to do with it, you can't get the benefit of it. Oftentimes when it comes to explaining your life and why you overcome and why you give tithes and why you go to church, we just say, oh, because I cry every week and I feel warm and fuzzy when I leave. But we got to be able to articulate intelligently the benefit from the person of the Holy Spirit. I told you that Resurrection Sunday or Easter Sunday was a point in time that triggered your next level. The Holy Spirit then is the overpowering power that comes, the overflow power from the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus could be one place at a time, just like us, because he was a man anointed by God in the flesh. But he went away and he gave us the person of the Holy Spirit to live inside us so that we could seize every opportunity. Please get a revelation right there. We know that Jesus stayed around on the earth after he resurrected for 50 days and, and the Holy Spirit came on Pentecost Sunday, which is going to be just in a couple of weeks. They had only been without Jesus in their presence for a month and they needed power. They needed power to overcome. They needed power to not be in timidity. They needed power to live right. They needed power. How much more us? Hundreds of years later, we need power. And if we only teach about the jumping and the dancing and the speaking in tongues, then we're not teaching people the benefit of receiving the gift from God. The Holy Spirit is a promise and the Holy Spirit is a gift from God. Let's, let me build my case. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Godhead, the third person of the Holy Trinity. And the Holy Spirit helps me to focus and to influence my choices. Let me give you an example. I teach ministry school. Richard talked about FBI. That's not the Federal Bureau of Investigation. That means Faith Bible Institute. 
So I have the privilege of teaching in FBI twice a week. In the second year, ministry students, right now they're in what we're calling an independent study. I've walked with them for nearly two years, and now I'm teaching them to do everything that I've already taught them to do. So it would be a disservice for me if I did not give them an opportunity while they're still being coached by me to practice and to learn how to seek God for themselves, how to read scripture, how to understand scripture, how to do word searches and word studies and things of that nature. I would almost cripple them if I did not give them an opportunity to exercise what I have taught them. Am I making faith? Jesus He knew that he had coached the disciples, the apostles, up to a certain degree, but he knew they still needed further help. They still needed further coaching, likewise us. Therefore, he sent back the person of the Holy Spirit who would continue to coach them from the inside out. How many know if we are left to ourselves, we'll fumble? If we're left to ourselves, I can take a survey from the coaches. If the coaches didn't make you go and run, if the coaches didn't check you on what you're eating, you would fall back into old habits and you'd not maximize your potential. Larry is playing football on scholarship. I'm sure the coaches follow up and make sure he has the carbs on the day of the game and all of those types of things. Now the power is there. He's an amazing athlete on his own, but that doesn't mean he doesn't need further coaching. Once we receive Jesus as the Lord of our lives, we're born again. We have a reservation for for heaven. That's good news. We have a reservation for heaven. But I'm not trying to go today. I want to go in a long, long time. I mean, if I have to go today, I'll go and be happy. I'm not trying to go today. So I'm not just relying on a sweet by and by. I need to be victorious and successful. I need to seize every opportunity in the sweet here and now. Can we get a revelation? So Jesus left so that he could send back the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit can be inside of all of us at the same time, whereas Jesus could only be one place at a time. The Holy Spirit is given to maximize your potential so that you can be and you can do what God created you to be and do before the foundation of the world. Listen to me. Sin didn't change how you were made. You were made in God's image and his likeness. You were created to act exactly the way God acts. But we've gotten so far away from it, we need a coach. Not just a coach that walks alongside of us, but a coach that lives big on the inside. So I want to build my case, and I want to introduce you to my friend, my very best friend, the person of the Holy Spirit. He's a person. He's not an it or a thing or an experience. He is a real person, and he has changed my for real, for real life for the better forever. I was born again very young in life. I grew up in church, but I had a lot of dumb days. I had a lot of fumbles and missteps and mistakes. I remember being a 19-year-old college student on the campus of the uh, Oakland University, and I needed power to overcome. It wasn't that I didn't love the Lord. I did love the Lord, but I needed power beyond what I knew to help me to overcome in areas that I had failed at over and over 
again because I had redundant voices that told me I was nothing and make me feel small I began to believe the lives of the enemy so I needed the person of the Holy Spirit to wake me up to who I really was and to give me that holy boldness to keep on fighting the good fight of faith I needed the boldness from the person of the Holy Spirit to overcome stuff that I like to do to overcome stuff that I used to like to say. I needed the person of the Holy Spirit inside me. I didn't have a problem that much on Sunday morning, but it was Monday through Saturday that I was challenged. So I needed, I couldn't take my pastor home with me. I couldn't carry my pastor around in my pocket. So I needed power within me to help me to become what God created me to become before the foundation of the world. I need you to get a revelation that God hasn't changed his mind about you. God hasn't changed his mind about you. When he created you, he said, that's good, that's very good, and I've got great things in store for you. And God has not changed his mind, but we've gotten so far away from the things of God that we've forgotten how we're supposed to navigate. I want to talk about the person of the Holy Spirit, and I want to talk about the benefit of the person of the Holy Spirit. We all understand benefits and we all want benefits and I like to cling on to benefits. So if you tell me you need to receive the Holy Spirit so you can run around and speak in tongues and have your hair standing up all all over your head, I was like, yeah, deuces, no thank you, I don't want that. But if you begin to tell me that he's a comforter, an advocate, a teacher, a counselor, a helper, an intercessor, a strengthener, and a standby, whoa, that sounds like a benefit. It sounds like everything that I need to take my life to the next level. I told you that Resurrection Sunday triggered a new season. You're already in a new season, but you need to understand you cannot take the the old you and be successful in your new season. Just like your season changed, it's time for you to change, and I'll do you one better. It's time for you to transform. The frailty of change is you'll revert back. That's the frailty. If I don't keep my mind alert, if I don't keep my mind refreshed, I'll go back to the very things that the Lord delivered me from. Can we get a revelation right here? E.W. Kenyon made a statement. He said, if we walk away from Resurrection Sunday and go back and just pick up our old random raggedy life, then shame on you because that's a disgrace to the body and blood of Jesus Christ. That's a disgrace to God. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, not so that I could go back and live a raggedy life, but so that I could shift and I can live this life right here more abundantly. So I want to talk today in my next few moments about the power of the Holy Spirit, the power from the person of the Holy Spirit. There is power invested in us by means of the person of the Holy Spirit. There is dunamis power or dunamis power, exousia or exousia. There is kratos power and koach power. And all of these powers working well within the inside of us to coach us into our new season so that we're enabled to seize every opportunity. One thing that I love about the Holy Spirit, he is a perfect gentleman. He doesn't make you do anything. 
but he will impress upon you and he will give you the power to do it, but you're still a free moral agent. That means you could do it or you don't have to do it. That's why you see some people that have the power of the Holy Spirit on the inside and they just got them locked up. They got them locked up with a muzzle on his mouth because they have overruled his power in them. So it's not that they don't have the Holy Spirit. They just not letting the Holy Spirit operate. They're not taking the advice of the coach. They're not listening to their life coach. They're doing it their way. Did you know that's the theme song of hell? (laughs) I did it my way. I did it my way. Okay. Do it your way, and you're going to have your results. Let's walk through these varying powers, and then I'll pick up on more of it because I want to intelligently tell you about the Holy Spirit. Intelligently, we know about God, the creator of the whole earth and everything in it. Intelligently, we know about Jesus, how he lived a sin-free life, laid his life down voluntarily, and picked it back up to ensure that you get the benefit. You have an inheritance, and how how many know that the testator has to die in order for you to get your inheritance? But what I love about Jesus, he's so cool. He got up from the dead to make sure you get your inheritance. Ain't God good? Why don't we know about the Holy Spirit? We can't keep saying there's something about the Holy Ghost I can't explain. Let's learn to explain. Let's learn to be able to tell our testimony. My testimony is he changed my life. I went from insignificant, walking, humped over, and feeling horrible about myself to a person that can boldly and confidently preach and teach about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's walk through this. I'm loving the Christian Standard Bible right now. You know, I go through the different translations, so many of my scriptures will be from the Christian Standard Bible. Let's pick up Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8, verses 45 through 47. This is the story about the woman with the issue of blood, the woman with the issue. And how many know many of us have issues too? It might not be an issue of blood, but we certainly have some issues. We know how the story goes. The woman had sought all kind of help, and she never got better. As a matter of fact, she got worse. She spent all the money that she had. And because of her condition, she was isolated from everybody, her family, her friends. She couldn't go to the mall. She couldn't have uh, social gatherings. If she had children, she couldn't hug her own children. If she had a husband, she couldn't even have intimate relationships with her husband. How do you know that's a horrible place to be And when you feel isolated and all alone? But she heard that Jesus was coming, so she got into the with the whole multitude of people and she made a decision she said when I touch his garment I'm gonna be made whole I'm getting my healing today I'm grabbing hold I'm latching on to it today because I know who he is when I touch even the hem of his garment I'm walking away from this place whole whole means nothing missing nothing lacking and nothing broken in verse 45 Jesus said who touched me But when they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds are hemming you in and pressing against you. But Jesus said, but somebody did touch me. 
It was so many people thronging against him. Have you ever been in a mob of people and they just kind of push you along? There were so many people, but there was a deliberate touch. There was a deliberate touch and Jesus discerned it. Jesus understood it. He said, somebody deliberately touched me and I know they deliberately touched me because dunamis power has left me. Dunamis virtue, dunamis explosive power, might and ability, tangible energy, miracle working power leaped out of my body because somebody touched me. I'm trying to give you a revelation of dunamis power, which is a benefit from the Holy Spirit. When you have the Holy Spirit, you receive the Holy Spirit, you have dunamis, dunamis power, explosive, tangible power, might, and ability. Miracle working power resident on the inside of you. Listen to me. I told you this is the year of unrestrained boldness. You got to be bold enough to believe it, bold enough to receive it, and bold enough to act on it. Y'all know my twins were born early and Gabe had to have this open heart surgery at one week and he would just struggle with his breathing. And it was just a sad thing to see this little tiny baby just struggling with every breath that he took. And I remember Pastor Tim went in there and laid hands on him. He said, in the name of Jesus, breathe. He said, that is dunamis power, that tangible power, might, and ability that is released miraculously. It's not just for the pastor or the preacher. It is for you. What do you do if you can't reach the preacher or the pastor and your own child is in trouble? What are you going to do, sit there and cry? You've got to release and have bold confidence in that dunamis power, that dynamite explosive power, that tangible energy to be released from you to them, effectuating a healing and a curing. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18 in the Christian Standard Bible again. It says, but remember that the Lord your God gives you the power, somebody say power, power to gain wealth. In order to confirm his covenant, he swore to your ancestors as it is today. God made promises to your great-great-granddaddy now. God made promises to your mother, to your ancestors afar off. How many know that God is not only a promise giver, but God is a promise keeper? So God promised this power. It says, but the Lord, remember that the Lord your God gives you power to get wealth. This is what we hear. God's giving you wealth. That's not what it says. It says God's giving you power to get wealth. Justin's going to like this one. This kind of power is koak, koak power. This means great ability, great capacity to produce, capacity or an enablement to excel, power to get 
wealth. I'm trying to let you know that the Lord has hooked you up when he has given you the person of the Holy Spirit because you've got power on the inside of you to get well. Now, of course, we got to watch our motives. When you have bad motives, you'll cheat people, you'll rob and steal and everything else trying to get Well, that's not how you accomplish it. You rest on the person of the Holy Spirit, listen to me, and then you obey what he directs you to do. Remember, he's a gentleman. He's never going to kick you in the neck and say, get out of that bed. But he will nudge you. He'll nudge you to get up two hours early to get a plan. He'll nudge you to go back and revisit your blueprint, go back and revise it, go and look up the scriptures, build your faith up on it. Are you listening to me? The Lord has already given you power to get wealth in the person of the Holy Spirit. He gave you the power. He gave it to you. But with unrestrained boldness, you have to do something. More than likely, you can't sleep till five o'clock every day and then get up and think something is going to happen but he'll nudge you to get up at 5 45 get down on your knees get a plan of action for today look at your blueprint begin to strategize begin to think things he'll give you witty ideas and invention the very chair that you are sitting in god gave that vision to somebody and it's so comfortable with that lumbar support, you'll be in church. Because somebody fulfilled what God put in them, the power that God put in them. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. In the New King James Version, it reads this way. We spent a lot of time reading this scripture. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. That sounds like a covenant. When I am in covenant with somebody, everything that they have, I have access to it. If I'm in covenant, it's like a, a married couple. Vance and Essence, they're married. Vance is an executive at the bank, and Essence is a stay-at-home mom. Where she get money from? If he has it, she has it because they're in covenant. She sent me a funny meme. It said, um, while her husband's paying all the bill, let me go to my cart on uh, Amazon and order me. <laughs> when you're in covenant, everything that they have, you have access to. So the scripture says, be strong in the Lord, which means anything that he has, if I need it, I have access to it. If it's joy, if it's peace, if it's finances, if it's soundness of mind, if it's healing, whatever it is, I have access to it. If it's his, it's mine, and I'm making a withdrawal on it. I told you the Holy Spirit is given as a coach to help you to seize every opportunity. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power, there's that word again, the power of his might. You mean I don't even have to have no might? (laughs) I can operate in the power of his might? 
Whatever he has, whatever he has paid for, whatever he has accomplished, I can take it on as it's mine. This word power comes from the Greek word kratos or kratos, which means unstoppable, unbeatable, tenacious, bulldog, won't give up kind of power. Have you ever seen the dog, they hold on to one end and you be trying to play with the toy and pull it in front of it? They don't want to let it go. That's some bulldog tenacity. I'm going to hold on to it. Are you listening to me? I, I won't be denied. I won't be stopped. I won't back up. I won't slack up. This is the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. And he boldly told him, he said, y'all not going to take my life. I'm laying my life down, but I'm going to pick it right on back up. Because even death can't stop me. Are you getting a revelation? You got Kratos power on the inside of you. I don't care how many no's you hear keep showing up because there's a yes with your name all over it. Are you listening to me? As well, it says in the Christian Standard Version, finally be strengthened by the Lord and by his vast strength. We all got that charger. When your phone gets low, what are you in? What do you do? You plug it into a source that's greater than you, right? You had the phone in your hand all day, and you couldn't charge it. So you had to go to the source that could charge it. And once the source charged it, you can access all of your functions and all of your applications sweatlessly. Am I making faith to anybody? I thought y'all would really like this message because I'm really getting a kick out of it myself because I love the third person of the Holy Trinity. I love the Holy Spirit. He is really my very best friend because he really changed my for real, for real life, and he changed it for the better forever. Last one for today, John chapter 1. John chapter 1 and verse 12 in the King James Version, it says, But as many as received him... To them, he gave power to become sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. As many, whoever will receive him, it doesn't matter your age, your race, your economic standing. It doesn't matter who you are, close or far. As many as received him, he gave them power. There's that word again. I'm still talking about the person of the Holy Spirit who is given as a life coach to help you to seize every opportunity. He says as many as received him, he gave them power. I didn't even have to have it. He gave it to me. This power is exousia or exousia. This is delegated power, delegated authority, dominion. It's a God-given right. It's moral influence like a police officer. You ever seen a police officer standing in the street telling you to come and telling somebody else to stop? Do you know your vehicle could run over a cop? There's nothing different in his body than yours. Why we don't run him over? Because he is operating in delegated power. So when he tells you to stop, you stop. Have you ever noticed that people obey the law really good when the cop is right there? But when the cop is not there, they be zooming past and doing. It's that delegated 
authority, the delegated power that they have that you have to regard. How many of our, us as parents, our kids said, well, why? why? Why can't I do this? But Why I have to do this? Because I said so. What does that mean? That means I got some power. I got some influence. I got some delegate. I'm the one in charge. Are you listening to me? So even a police officer can stop the traffic because of what God put on the inside of them, that Holy, that Holy Ghost power. Likewise, you, you can stop arthritis in its track. Up, get on out of here, arthritis. Up, get out of here, diabetes. You don't belong here. Wait, come on. It's invested on the inside of you. If you don't know that it's there, you'll never use it. Jesus laid his life down so that you can have that kind of delegated power, so that you have that kind of moral influence in your life. But if nobody ever tells you about that from the person of the Holy Spirit, you just reduce him to a, a shout and a dance, and you have bypassed all of the benefits from the person of the Holy Spirit. Here's another one. Luke, I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 10, verse 1. In the New King James Version, it says this, and I love this one. This is so good. It says, and when he, talking about Jesus, when he had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power. He gave them exousia or exousia. Remember, delegated authority, dominion, a God-given right, a God-given right. You have a God-given right to resist sickness and disease. You have a God-given right to live in moral excellence. Your past sins, your proclivities, the stuff that you like, your addictions have no authority over you. You have dominion over it. But if nobody ever tells you, you will be a slave to sin. Am I making faith? He says he gave them power over unclean spirits, to cast them out, and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of diseases. Well, if he gave it to them, he gave it to you too, so that you can overcome any kind of dis-ease. Whatever has come against your ease, you have dominion over it. I'm going to pick up on the coming days and talk about the fruit of the Spirit. You know a tree by the fruit that it bears. I can say I'm an apple tree, 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 and if lemons are on that tree, I'm really a lemon tree, no matter what my mouth has said. So the fruit of the Spirit help you to know whose you are and whose you're of. When you're with the person of the Holy Spirit, then you will operate in these nine fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, kindness, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, patience, and self-control. If you don't know those, then go to the nursery, serve in the nursery, because all the little children in the nursery and in the children's ministry, they know those fruit of the Spirit. And here's a real funny fact. They come and tell me on y'all when y'all not operating in them. They come and tell on y'all. Did you know that this word goodness also has reference to generosity? And the fruit of the Spirit, it includes not just self-control, but self-command. For instance, how many of us have gone to work when we didn't feel like it? Gone to work and you didn't feel good. Why? You commanded yourself to do that. You didn't feel like it. You didn't want to do it. You didn't want to go. You were, it was cold, whatever the case is. You went anyway. 
that same self-command is over things that hold you hostage. Habits, addictions. You have the same self-command by means of the person of the Holy Spirit. So when you're lacking or when you're struggling, it doesn't make you a, a bad person. It just means your indicator light is on. And it's time for a refilling. We know the gas don't even take us as far as it took us before. So if you're like me, when I get at a half a tank of gas, I fill up again. I'm not trying to get on E. It's going to cost me too much. I'm not trying to go too far without a constant refilling of the Holy Spirit because sin takes you farther than you want to go. It keeps you longer than you want to stay. And it costs you more than you were really willing to pay. When you come back next week, I'll pick up on this again, the fruit of the Spirit, and then I'll talk about the gifts of the Spirit. There are gifts that God invests with the power from the person of the Holy Spirit who is your life coach so that you can seize every opportunity, every head bowed, every eye closed in prayer. I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church. We're a family.